Welcome to the Christ Life Ministries podcast. We hope you enjoy this message by Pastor Olubi Johnson. For more information about this podcast and our other resources, please visit spcconline.org. God bless you. I, I, I put a note here. Sentiment must not take the place of principle. And we do that often. Sentiment will take the place of principle. <laughs> to call a long story short, Absalom, he now brings a conspiracy against his father. And then he finds a perfect landing it was not even, it's not really. This is actually a mistake in the translation. It's actually four. You know, you have to know the Hebrew and the Greek. You know, it was when they were doing the transcription. There's no way. Because David didn't live more than 70. This cannot be accurate. You understand? It cannot be. It's actually four. It could not be 40 years. <laughs> but David would have been in his 80s. And we know David died at 70. So this is not correct. Okay. Aha. Look at the New International Version. After, that's the correct translation. After four years, Absalom said to the king, let me go to Hebron and fulfill a vow I made to the Lord. This boy doesn't know God from Adam. He's totally backslidden. His heart is rooted in rebellion. Next verse. While your servant was living at Gershaw, I made his vow to the Lord. <laughs> Religious talk. Just to try and make his father happy. Next verse. And the king said unto him, Ah, David, careless, yeah. Go in peace. Next verse. And Absalom sent spies throughout all the tribes of Israel, saying, As soon as you hear the sound of the trumpet, then shall you say, Absalom reigneth in Hebron. Absalom. The church is full of them. Absalom hearts. Not here by the grace of God. You know. But I want you to know. That anybody who is careless. Spiritually. That heart can shift. Absalom. The person. I don't blame Absalom. I blame David. David careless. She didn't know what was going on. Next verse. I'm not going to go through everything. And Absalom went 200 with 200 men out of Jerusalem that were called. And they went in their simplicity. You know, Absalom is David's son. So when he calls for them, he was, like, oh, he was the son of the king. It doesn't matter. I mean, it's, it's, it's David. They thought he was loyal to his father. Next verse. And Absalom sent a landing site. He found the person whose heart was ready for rebellion because Ahithophel was the grandfather of Bathsheba and he had been waiting for an opportunity to deal with David. He felt that the punishment God, David, David, God gave David was not enough. Yeah, you know, uh, you know, 
Ammon died, but that's nothing. You know. I tell you something, the Holy Spirit revealed to me. This is not in Bible, but it's, if you listen to me, you will see that it must be true. Ahithophel is no fool. And Ahithophel is a man of great wisdom. Absalom is the fool. The reason why Ahithophel agreed with Absalom was that he will first of all kill David. Then after dealing with David, he will now deal with Absalom. So and he will become king. Absalom was the fool. So he was playing his game. Beguiler beguiled. Ah, you want to rebel against your father? Yes, yes, it's good, it's good. And Absalom sent for Ahithophel, the Gilonite, David's counselor from his city, even from Gilo, where he offered sacrifices, and the conspiracy was strong. For the people increased. Everybody scream it continually. Rebellion is attractive. All the people who had one grudge or the other against David, uh -huh, opportunities. Mm -hmm. rebellion was strong let me quickly rush and finish just Absalom for today we're going to do with Adonijah tomorrow or next Sunday you know so the, the rebellion was strong Ahithophel and some strong guys you know agreed with them but some of the faithful people didn't Nathan didn't everybody give Nathan a clap offering Zadok didn't. The priests, you know, the guys who really knew God, they did not go with Absalom. You know, and some of the, the today what we'll call the brigade of guards, there's always a set of people who look after the king who are in the palace. Many of them did not go. They stayed with David. Joab, in this case, was faithful. He failed later on, but for now. And Joab was in charge of the army. So he got some of his boys, you know. And remember, he was David's nephew, you know. So he got, he got some of the guys, you know, the, the, the palace guides and all of that, you know. But they said Absalom had become so strong. They now advised David, you have to leave Jerusalem. If Absalom rides into Jerusalem from Hebron and they find you that they are going to kill you. So, David flees. You know, sometimes when I read this story, I start to cry. Why? Because I love David so much. But David was so careless. He, he, he had to leave. He had to leave Jerusalem. You know? Let me just read that verse. I'm just going to highlight that particular verse. You know? And there came a messenger, verse 13, to David, saying, The hearts of the men of Israel are after Absalom. And David said unto all his servants that were with him at Jerusalem, Arise, let us flee, for we shall not escape from Absalom. Make speed to depart, lest he overtake us suddenly and bring evil from us upon us and smite the city with the edge of the sword. What were you doing? What were you doing? To let this thing get to that level. So you know the kind of son you have. 
that he will smite Jerusalem, kill people in the city. So that look, instead of a fight, if because it's a fight in the city, there will be a lot of civilian casualties. Let's go. So anyway, I'm going to round up the story. So David leaves Jerusalem. So some people go with him. You know, Nathan, some guys. So David now does something wise. God helps him. He prays a prayer. He said, oh God. He said, turn the counsel of Ahithophel. Because he knew. Because Ahithophel has been his counselor for years. He and Ahithophel were good friends. He knew. They, they said, the scripture says that in those days, that the counsel of Ahithophel was like going to the oracle of God to go and get, it's always correct. He said, as it was with David, so it was with Absalom. Um, sorry, yes, and so it was with Absalom. So he, he, he knew that, ah, if this guy, if Abs is, Haithophel is the one who is advising um, Absalom, Absalom is going to be victorious. So he, he runs, but he prays that prayer. On the way, some interesting things happen. I'm just going to hit them running and close. You know, as David is going out of Jerusalem, he is distraught, he's weeping, he's crying, he's going up the hill of Ziba, he's barefooted. There is a crazy guy. His name is Shimei. He's of the tribe of Benjamin. He takes stones and he begins to stone David. Let me say it in Yoruba. You killed Saul. You killed his sons. Now God has brought vengeance upon you. God will punish you today. What the bad things you've done, God is going to return it on your head. You know, now your own son is raised up against you and threw dust in the air. Joab's brothers. Those boys are something else. They said, my lord the king. Who is this? <laughs> this Benjamite. He said, just give me one word. I will just go across and take his head off now. Now! <laughs> and they would have done it. Because they were great warriors. <laughs> David said, you sons of Zeruiah. He said, you are too hard for me. <laughs> he said, if my own son wants to kill me, how much more this Benjamite? You just leave him. Let's go. So David calmed them down. He now prayed that prayer. Then he did something wise. The priests wanted to go with him. So David said, mm, don't do that. Don't do that. You stay in Jerusalem with the ark. You stay. Your dad will go with me. But the son of the priest said, you stay. He said, so that if there is anything, you'll be able to come and report to us what they are doing. Then he had another friend called Hushai. Hushai is a nice guy. So Hushai goes to David because he's very loyal to David. And Hushai says, I'll go with you. David said, mm -mm, don't go with you. stay in Jerusalem and pretend as if you are in agreement with Absalom. So that if they want to do anything, you will know. And you'll be able to send Jonathan, the son of the priest, the son of Zadok. They, they will come and meet us in the wilderness and they will let us know what's going on. So Hushai too stays back with some of the priests. So when Absalom rides into Jerusalem, you know, who shall I meet him? So Absalom asked him, he said, ah, is this how you repay your, is this how you repay your friend? Who shall I said, ah, so I serve the father, so I will serve the son. You know, when you are proud, you won't think. 
Pride is a terrible thing. It kills you. I say, okay, okay, okay. You know, so they, they now make a counsel. The counsel was this. Ahithophel says, David is weak now. He's discouraged. He said, let us chase after him now. Once we chase after him now, when we get near the people, we will not kill anybody. We will just isolate David the king. He says, I will go. Ahithophel, horrible man. He said, I will go. I will smite the king only. And once I kill him, all the other people will just, you know, come back to us, onto on our side. He said, and we need to do it now. And it was the right thing to do. Absalom was, ab sorry, Ahithophel was absolutely correct. Hushai gets up in the meeting and says, the, the, the counsel of, ab of uh, Ahithophel now is not good. He said, you know your father is a warrior. He's been a warrior from the day of his youth. They are going to go and hide in a cave and they will hide in the woods somewhere. We won't know where they are. If we go out now, they will be able to counterattack and kill people. Let us stay. Let more people come. Let's strengthen ourselves before we go. We can't just go with a few men after David. You know David and Joab, they are very, very, very strong warriors. And that too was of a point. Then God moved in. Give the Lord a clap offering. David's prayer was answered from the air. God put it in Absalom's heart. He said, yes. The counsel of Ahithophel is not good at this time. Let's do what Hushai said. Let's reinforce ourselves. Then when we reinforce ourselves properly, then we'll go after them. And the Bible says, and so God Give the Lord a clap of praise. These are wonderful scriptures. So God turned the counsel of Ahithophel. So you know what happens. He gives David and his men time to reorganize, to rest. You know, and, and a lot of people were very faithful to David. Not too many, but good number of people. They sent food, sent all kinds of things, helped and encourage David. David, at that time, probably the lowest time point in David's life. David was not sure whether God wanted to kill him or not. Because all his sins had come back to him. What he did with Bathsheba, what he did with Ammon, you know. So, he said, well, if it pleases the Lord, I will come back to Jerusalem. And if it does not please him, it's okay too. You know, it was just, he was despondent, and rightly so. You know, but you know, God is a good. Give the Lord a clap offering, somebody. You know, God, God is a good God, and He does not forget the labor of your love. God remembered Saul. <laughs> when David had the opportunity to kill Saul, he didn't. So this was payback time. Doesn't mm, you won't die? Don't worry, I'll take care of this guy. To cut a long story short. The, 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 there's a civil war in Israel inside the woods, not in Jerusalem if it was in Jerusalem, it would have been bloody it was inside the woods amongst the soldiers alone, and there was a lot of fighting and all of, a lot of people died so in the middle of the battle, as they were going another weakness of David you know, sometimes David, God have mercy you know, as they were going to fight he said, please be careful about the young man Absalom 
imagine. Be careful, oh. Don't let anybody do anything to Absalom. And all the warriors heard it. So as they were riding through the woods and all of that, you know how God, God traps the wicked. Absalom, he, they think of his vanity, his hair. He's going through a, 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 a low thicket. So his hair gets entangled inside the branches. His uh, horse leaves him and he's hanging with his hair just in the middle. One soldier sees him, but he leaves him. In, ah, the king's son. <laughs> I won't touch him. So he comes back and reports to Joab that I saw Absalom in a thicket and he's hanging between him. Joab said, why didn't you kill him? The man said, you this Joab. Uh, he said, if I killed him, it is you who would have killed me. <laughs> we all heard when the king said that none of us should touch Absalom. I'm not going to touch him, boy. So, you know, Joab said, okay, show me where he is. So he showed him where he is. So Joab goes on his horse, you know, and he sees Absalom hanging from the air, you know, with his hair. You know, he was caught. And he couldn't do anything because he had no horse under him. He couldn't jump down. His hair was there. He had nothing to remove his hair, you know. He was hanging between heaven and earth. Joab didn't waste time. He took three um, um, spears, javelins, Thum, thum, thum. Killed him straight on the spot. Absalom goes straight to hell. He didn't say amen. <laughs> You're not Absalom, are you? <laughs> straight. Straight. God uses Joab to execute. And I, can, I, 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 I understand Joab. I brought this boy. I helped him. I pleaded on his behalf for his father. And this, this boy now rebels and so many of my warriors have been killed because of this silly boy. Firm, 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 quick! So, so once Absalom died, the rebellion crumbles. So David is waiting for news. So he sees people running, 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 running. There's one guy who's a black guy, you know, and there was another, you know, who's an Israelite guy. So the other guy comes first and says, as David said, what is, what's going on in the battle? He said, ah, there's a big noise, but I don't know what happened. In, in fairness to that guy, he didn't know what happened. He didn't see it, you know. Then there was another, the Kushite. He was a black guy. He now ran. And he said, ah, we know that guy is a Kushite. He will come with good news. So we immediately gets to David. He said, David said, how go the battle? How is the young man Absalom? He said, Look, God do so to, the, to, the, to the, all the enemies of David. Let them be like the young man Absalom. David starts to cry. Can you believe? Joab comes back. All the warriors are back. The rebellion has been crushed. You know, he starts crying for not his warriors who died, but for his son who rebelled and caused so many innocent lives to be lost. Weeping. The Bible says all the men were so, everybody was feeling so bad. You know, they were their conscience. You know, everybody just went back to their tents and to their houses. You know, <sighs> Joab confronted David. Now, I don't agree with Joab's tone. 
I agree with his principle, but not his tone. And he could have said the same thing in a nicer way. Nothing ever justifies rebellion. It's a lesson we all need to learn. Joab had a point, he was right, but the way he delivered the message was wrong. He went and he rebuked, the Bible said, rebuke not an elder. He rebuked David and said, David, so you would have been happy if we had died and Absalom had lived. Look at how you are crying and all of that. Everybody is feeling so bad. He said, you better remove that tear from him. Okay, Lumbasoromo. He said, you better clean your face and stop all this crying. Or what will happen to you tonight will be worse than everything that has happened to you since you were young. Even worse than what happened to with Absalom. In other words, I myself, Joab, will lead a rebellion against you and you will not survive it. It was a threat. It was wrong. What should he have done? If I were Joab, I'm not Joab in Jesus' name. But you know the correct thing to have done? I would have called Nathan. Call Nathan. Call the priests, Zadok. Say, let's go and talk to the king. This is nonsense. And I would have said, oh king, I know you feel for your son. Maybe it was me who brought Absalom. But look at what has happened. So many people have died. Please, be encouraged. God has helped us. Absalom is dead. Let's forget it and let's move on. He could have said the same thing. And David would have listened. With Nathan and Zadok, they would have said, ah, oh, come on, David, you know, can't, be, can't do this. You know. But it would have been with honor and respect, not with a tone of rebellion. Anyway, David knew that this job is a bad boy. <laughs> and he, so he quickly cleans his face. And that's how, stand to your feet. The rebellion of Absalom was quenched. But at what a cost. That is why today, it's going to pass here, I haven't had too much of a problem by the grace of God. I don't play with rebellion. Once I see it, I deal with it quick, decisive. Because if you leave it, it will fester. don't do it no amount of sentiment you got to deal with it put one hand on your heart raise your other hand to God may God deliver us from an Absalom heart it is frightening to think honey that he was David's son a man after God's own heart Pastor Abraham, the seed ought to reproduce after its kind, but it did not. The seed ought to reproduce after its kind, but it did not. Because David, we're going to see this next week with Adonijah, spoiled his children. He could not even say, Stop that! No harsh words. All this psychology, don't talk to them, you know, don't beat them, and don't be upset. There's something you are creating an Absalom. And if you're not careful, God forbid it will not happen to you. That Absalom can kill you. That will not be our portion in Jesus' name. 
beat the child. He will not die. Let not your soul spare him. He won't die. Nah, what if he dies? Well, you'll go to heaven. No, I'm, I'm very serious. Rather than kill 500, 1,000 other people. If he had, if he had executed Absalom, after Absalom killed Ammon, that would have been where the scene ended. So many innocent people died because of David's Hello, David. Let's all learn the lesson. Don't make the mistake of David with your children. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe these words have empowered you to live a victorious, transcendent life in Christ. Our mission is to equip God's people for service and build up the body of Christ until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. We encourage you to enjoy and share from thousands of resources, including books, sermons, prophecies, and articles available on our website, spcconline.org. Thank you, and God bless you.